0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making my all shirts all sparkly spanking clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. I just
0: checked myself out. Vitals, music why?
1: Time. A glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. A magic
0: your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime.
1: Uh, uh, we're not sluts. We just
0: love love. Hello, everyone. This is Angela.
1: Wow, you're so... <laughs> Hello, sexy people. This is Bradford, <laughs> and you've called by the by after dark.
0: It is after dark.
1: It is. But it was like, <laughs> "It's like, evening time." Like, wow! Like, welcome to by the by after dark, where we tell the naughtiest stories. Don't you want to hear the naughtiest stories? We should do naughty storytelling. Oh my god, we should. Yeah. And we should put it up on our Patreon page. <laughs> Only for our Patreon people.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we can manage that.
1: I think we can. Yeah, so welcome. Yes. Hello. Welcome. Hi. How are you?
0: Mm-hmm. And also for Patreon folks, you should have this week received discount codes for the Pendulum Party if you're interested in coming out.
1: That's right. Yeah, for our $10 and above, uh, you get a $10 discount to Pendulum Parties. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you should. that should be in your message box.
0: Yes, and the next one's coming up here in just a couple weeks. So Yay. less than that, I guess. The 19th. So. July 19th 19th.
1: July. Pretty yes. excited for that. That's going to be lots and lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know at one point in the recent past, I said I wasn't going to be here. It looks like I'm going to be here. So yay. Awesome. That trip got moved around a bit, I think. Even uh, so, better. I know. Pretty stoked for that. Yeah. So my sexy ass will be up for grabs. <laughs> I want to do an auction now. I want to auction my ass off. I wonder how much I, I could get. I don't know. For like a charity. Two dollar? Two dollar. Two dollar, two dollar, going two dollar. Sold for two dollars.
0: fifty. Three fifty.
1: About that time, I noticed that this Girl Scout, Bradford's ass, was a paleo crustacean from the Paleolithic era. Like, God damn you Loch Ness monster. All right, sorry. Uh Whew, I haven't even been drinking. That, I'm on my second sip of wine, and yeah. it's already coming We've this just life. started,
0: and it's a really nice wine, too. It's so good. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh.
1: Yes, and if you follow us on Instagram, uh, you'll have seen a recent boomerang of this wine. It's covered in dust, so only the best for our mm-hmm. for us while we record for our podcast listeners. So, yeah, we're yeah. spoiling ourselves. It's tonight. a good
0: one. It's a nice Hunter Valley Shiraz.
1: Yeah. Delicious. <sighs> we should do drunken wine reviews. Um, <laughs> drink a full bottle and then review the wine. Oh, wow. <laughs> So yeah, what else do we have coming up? Um, we're 116 days away from Desire.
0: Oh my God, it's going to be here before we know it. I know, um, so excited.
1: We went to something tonight, and I bought something for my costume for mm-hmm. one of the nights. You
0: did, and it is adorable Hit. and so cute, and I cannot wait to see you in it at Desire. And
1: we're not going to tell you what where we went, but it was a theater kind of, it was a theater community thing. So. Right. Um, yeah, so I but I saw something I tried it on. Lolo Lady loved it, mm-hmm. Angela loved it, and it was like, All right, I have to get you it. You
0: have to get it, yes. so
1: yeah. So all you have to do is wait 120 more days until <laughs> I post a picture of me in it. <laughs> Psych, uh-huh. anyway. Uh, so yeah, pretty And We're stuck still for that.
0: working on the uh, Aussie contingency, there's a few more that are. Considering it, yeah. So we'll see if we can get some more Australians down there. Australia, more Australians,
1: Australia. By the time we go there, we'll be Australian.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, just waiting on the ceremony you to be official. Betcha, yeah. Hmm would be O-O-O-Official. Uh, so let's talk about some of the – this is going to be a random podcast. I apologize in advance for that. We don't really have um, a, a great story arc, but we have a bunch of little things yeah. that we want to discuss. We
0: just wanted to, to chat a bit.
1: Yeah. which yeah. is I'm going to talk at you for a bit. Sit down. Rest yourself. Put your feet up. Uh, not if you're driving. Don't uh, do that. Saying, if you're yeah. driving. If you're driving, don't put your feet up. Uh, so – After a constant listener, you will know that I, we were both in Adelaide, South Australia recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And afterwards we, Angela went home and I had a few days by myself there and I was, there was some stuff I wanted to give it a go, give it a try. And so what do you do? You get on the old interwebs and you look for sexy things to do. Well, there was a sauna, that there's only one gay sauna in all of Adelaide, which is kind of a shame. I
0: find that a little surprising because while Adelaide's not a huge place, it's big enough that I would have expected there to be more than one sauna.
1: I completely agree. I mean, Adelaide's population is 1.2 million. Yeah, that's a bunch of that's a bunch of people.
0: Yeah. Now it is also for those in, in elsewhere in the world, not in Australia. It is known as the city of churches.
1: It's also known as the city of serial killers.
0: To the, apparently, they go hand in hand. <laughs>
1: And everybody there, like Mr. H, eats their pizza with a (laughs) knife and fork. (laughs) You hear him now. He's like, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's um, if you don't know about the Snowtown murders, look it up. Terrifying. Terrifying. Hashtag ratelade. Hashtag battleade. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) it is the city of churches. But they have a like a, a street that of nothing but strip clubs and and
0: Hindley Street, yeah, yes.
1: strip clubs and it's like a like a red light district. Yeah. But sex work is not even decriminalized. They're looking at decriminalizing it mm-hmm. now. So anyway, so there's a single single gay sauna and it looks pretty small online. So I mm-hmm. was so like, I could do that. Uh, but while searching, there is a Club X in. Mm-hmm adelaide there's actually two one just a stone's throw from where i was staying and one a bit farther away i still could walk to it but it was a bit farther away so looking at their website club x is a pretty common sex store in australia and they're one of the major supporters of sexpo so i was like oh we i should definitely check it out and see i'd never been in a club x before let's give it a go So, I look online, and one of their shops in Adelaide, the one one that was farther away, is a bigger store. And it's got a lot more going on for it. It's Mm -hmm. got video booths. It's got fast internet video booths, whatever. Wow. I know. Well,
0: that's fancy. (laughs) It's got
1: peep shows.
0: Because the last thing you want in your video booth is (laughs) (laughs) dial-up.
1: that's actually a really good point um but they do if you look on their website it does tout like the fastest internet porn in australia kind of thing uh but that is funny to get in there and you hear <laughs> like, like great
0: so i'm looking at the website right now and it's it starts out with club x has been at the forefront of adult entertainment in australia for over 40 years i mean so they've been around for a while
1: it is yeah but spoiler alert when they were the forefront 40 years ago, they didn't change nothing. <laughs> so we are still 100% 1979 <laughs> in in right. uh, in Club X.
0: Well, now they do. So on the the picture for the uncensored internet booths. Yes. It does have an image of porn playing on a screen. Mm-hmm. And also a little coin slot thing. Like you used to like put your yeah. coin slot in and push down for your chewing gum. Yes. In the little machines. Yep have we not upgraded to like cards or anything at this negative
1: point? it's still coins <laughs> okay but in their defense it's still coins even in amsterdam okay so i've been to video booths in amsterdam it's still coins there i've been to live peep shows in amsterdam still coins
0: so you walk in with like your little change you bag you walk of in with
1: a change bag of euros <laughs> I mean, realistically, though, how long are you expecting to be in there? Um, most well, how, coins. How much does a two dollar? coin I think coin a two dollar coin gets you eight minutes. In eight minutes, okay. I can jack off three times. Yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> I'm yeah, hashtag professional. Enough. So, I mean, you only need a few coins sure. in your pocket. Okay. So, we'll get to more on this once. I'm just telling you about what drew me oh, right, to this right, place. Sorry, okay. So they've got the video booths. They've got these live peep shows. This one actually has a male sauna, a men's only area. It doesn't say male sauna. In fact, it's uh, Angela's now looking at the website. It
0: says RAM, capital R-A-M. Yes. And what does that that stand for? I have no idea.
1: Doesn't it say in the little thing? Uh,
0: So it says RAM lounge slash male sauna. No, it doesn't. Okay.
1: Anyway. Um, I don't know what RAM means, uh, but I'm sure it has some like real... Authentic Men. That's what I'm going to say it means. Uh, Anybody who wants to go check this website out themselves, Angela, what is it? It's
0: clubx.com.au.
1: There you go. So you can check out this website and what was so intriguing about it. Then they also have Blue Cinema, Mm -hmm. which... In Australia, they've got like gold cinema and it's like this really high-end movies. You're sitting in these big comfy chairs. They serve you drinks. They, like, if you want only red Skittles, they'll bring you red Skittles. I mean, it's like (laughs) stupid. It's like $100 to see a fucking movie. Anyway. But this place touts blue class cinema because it's all porn. Hilarious. I liked the pun. So the long and short of it is I decided to go to Club X in Adelaide. Mm -hmm. So we get there. We, me. The royal we. <laughs> I'm bringing you, you along you. with me. I'm bringing, I'm bringing you all along <laughs> with me. So I get there, and it's this scary, scary, scary staircase. But it's right next to this Italian restaurant.
0: Into the venue, not just In, into the cinema.
1: Into this venue. Okay. The whole venue, yes. Because, like, most – it's really funny – I. I what I found is like a lot of these venues mm-hmm. are never on the first floor. They're always on the second floor. A lot like of even in Sydney, the, some of the gay saunas mm-hmm. are either two or three stories up before they even start, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny, but cause the like naughty stuff can't be on the ground apparently. So it's a scary staircase and it's right next to this little cafe, Italian cafe. And there's a bunch of people out there and I'm like, I'm just doing the first thing you do is, and I, I know I can guarantee you all the fellas out there listening all the male-identifying people are uh, gonna appreciate exactly what I said. You do the the flyby, mm-hmm. which means you walk right past the door. You don't. You barely look at it, but you're staring at it through the corner of your eyes. You're checking it out. You're just glancing, and then you just keep walking on. Okay. Because the first time you got to go past a place just to make sure that do I even want to go in there? And I'm assuming most women in things like this they just walk right on in. They don't fucking care. They just like.
0: I can say that I would walk right on in, especially if there was a restaurant nearby where there's people sitting outside, mm-hmm. because if I were one of those people sitting outside and I saw somebody walk by and then walk back, I would think, A, are they lost? B, do they know where they're going? Or C, are they ashamed of where they're going?
1: Yes. So, And the truth is all <laughs> of the above. So I knew this place had a back entrance.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I thought, well, I'll walk around the block and see if I can find this back entrance. Fair enough. I couldn't. We'll explain why in a moment, because I'm dumb as fuck, basically. Uh, But I couldn't. There was a little alley, and I walked down that alley that went into the center of the block. And then off that alley was another alley, and I walked down there. But it was, like, so residential. Like, people, there were Mm. garages and apartments. It was, like, very residential. So I think there's no way it's back here. So I came back out those two turns, went back around the block all the way, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in. So I went in. Up the scary stairs. And at the top of the stairs, there's four video booths. The internet
0: So before you ever get to the store part?
1: Correct. Okay. The first thing you are – the first thing after you get to the top of the stairs, you can only turn right. Mm -hmm. Directly in front of you are four internet booths. Okay. One door was closed. Mm -hmm. Three were open. And you look to your left, and it's a door to outside
0: Uh, with a back entrance. Oh, so you had to go up the stairs from the alleyway.
1: Yes. So,
0: but if it wasn't labeled. So how spoiler would you alert, know? I
1: left that way yeah. just to see where the fuck it came out. Yeah. It was three or four turns zigzagging to get out from here.
0: And it probably wasn't labeled. And either. it
1: wasn't labeled. Yeah. You would have ne- if you didn't know, you'd yeah. have never known. So there was a little hallway to the right of of that. I'm not even sure what was back there. Maybe more video booths. Okay. But it was unclear. I didn't, didn't go down the I didn't scary go down, hallway? Well, it was short. It was like maybe three booths. Okay. And it they faced the the outside wall, so I knew it wasn't a peep show, so it almost has to be um it almost had to be a a, a, a
0: so before you go any further, booth. did you go this was on a weeknight?
1: yeah, this was Thursday okay. night I'm just Or trying Wednesday to think night about, this was a Wednesday night. I'm just
0: trying to think about how busy it was and what time of the week, so
1: it was. I assumed like like saunas are almost always it, there's not a night that's not busy mm-hmm. you know it's I shouldn't say that there's Normal, and then there's busy. Okay. And even on a normal night, like to take example, perfect example would be Subway in Melbourne. Any random night, you're going to have fifteen to thirty people in there. Okay. I mean, it's
0: at any given time of night. Kind of at
1: thing. any given time yeah. of after from four p.m. on. That's pretty good. So I was like, all right, I'll give this a go. How bad could it be? Plus, I didn't want it to be inundated with people because yeah. and I didn't know what to expect, to be absolutely honest. But literally, this place was um rundown AF. I mean, it was like like I said, it was built in 1979, and all they put in there afterwards was NBN. Right. So oh, so anybody in the US, NBN is our national broadband network. internet network. Yeah, so yeah. it's the fast, high-speed internet. So I peeked my head, and I didn't know it, – it, again, nobody's there to greet you. That's a little bizarre. So I'm like, I don't even know where I'm really allowed to go without talking to somebody. Yeah. But I peeked my head in one of the little booths, and the, it had a little door about groin height <laughs> on on the you – know, so I was going into an end one. Yeah. But it was a door about the size of, of like, a notebook or an iPad. It was large.
0: Okay. And That's it had you
1: had it, it was kind of latched, so you would have to unlatch it and then open it. So I'm assuming both sides would have to unlatch and open.
0: Makes not bad. sense. Okay.
1: Fair enough. But it, it was grungy as. So I was like, I am like not. Like the door was grungy. Everything oh. in there was grungy. Um, and admittedly. As I know it was, I mean, it's great, but it's terrible. Um, and as I'm walking around, I mean, you could hear a guy in there going, uh, uh by himself, you know, it was, which not judging, we all make funny mm-hmm. sounds, but it was just like shocking because <laughs> that's literally the first thing you hear and see at the top of the stairs is a closed door moaning. So not going to judge. Mm-hmm. So then facing the, 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 video booth, if I look to my right there, I jumped out of my skin because there was a mannequin in lingerie there (laughs) don't expect to see that every day
0: you're you're probably thinking it's a real person too as you turn around yes
1: but of course it's just the mannequin and just lingerie Uh they didn't take the time to put shoes on it or a wig so it's a big (laughs) tall scary alien looking mannequin and then there's to the left of the mannequin is a is a big door with a numeric keypad so like an escape room kind of thing
0: are you sure you didn't go to an escape room by accident? Just wait. A sexy escape room. Well, not so sexy escape room.
1: So then there was another set of two mannequins in lingerie. Mm-hmm. And you kind of sneak through the, to the left after this room. That's all that was in that room was a door and then three mannequins, four mannequins. I don't know. Oh, and I think there was a vending machine uh, with snacks and drinks or something like that. I don't know. So, In case
0: you need some nourishment while you're in the room? Rehydrate. I don't know. <laughs>
1: So you go in, and then there was the first – in this next room, there was the first few products that I saw. And it was – like to call it a sex shop, I honestly only think they sold some stuff just because they, by law, had to sell some stuff. Right. So walked in there, and there's little stuff around. Then I turned to the right, and it's a room full of DVDs that you can purchase. Mm -hmm. You walk farther on. And I'm assuming this is where the the sauna part was, the men's, the RAM.
0: RAM lounge. But
1: it, it wasn't a sauna. It was just three or four more booths.
0: It does say on the description for that part... Our lounges provide a safe, comfortable, and discreet venue for men to meet other like-minded men in total privacy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a complimentary coffee or tea while watching the latest movies in a clean and comfortable male-only environment.
1: Okay, so I must have missed that and completely. And they
0: have—they do show two guys sitting there with nice little mugs, fully dressed,
1: on okay. the little sofa. I must have missed that completely because I did not see that, and I did not see where that could have been. Mm. And nor did I see where the peep shows were. Spoiler alert. But... I wasn't really looking mm-hmm. for the peep shows because what I really wanted to do, I wanted to experience an adult cinema. I right. wanted to go into a cinema and like I'd looked up to see what goes on and like on some of the websites like RHP, mm-hmm. people would go there and meet and they would have sex. Like people would pick up people and then go into this room and have sex. at the, In the cinema room? In the cinema room. Okay. I'm like, all right, that'd be kind of fun to watch. I don't think I really want to participate, but that'd be kind of fun to watch. So I go in to the little... Person who is behind the counter, and I say, Hi, I want a ticket to the cinema. And they said, Okay, $17. Totally
0: Seem, shit. Seems
1: pricey. Yeah. But I got a receipt because it's tax Cause deductible.
0: You can see a real movie for that.
1: Not in Australia, but no, I guess you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess yeah. you can right up the road. um So I said, Okay, here's my cash. Can I have a receipt? I was given a receipt because it's tax <laughs> deduction. The things we do for the podcast. And I bravely walk up to the door and push it in. Now, describe to me what you see in the picture on the website, and I will describe to you what I saw.
0: Okay, so the picture on the website, it looks like a pretty decent-sized Uh I would have said, at least from the angle that the picture is taken, probably at least, I would say at least 70 50 to 70 seats. Okay. And it looks like it has like big, huge slab tiles on the wall. Kind of, uh, or could be that little, um, like the little bit of uh, textured fabricy stuff that you sometimes see in cinemas down the aisle. Yeah, way.
1: yeah, to make it quiet, to yeah. absorb sound.
0: And then there's this big, huge screen with a little stage in front. Mm-hmm. It all looks very uh, clean, very modern. The seats are blue. Yeah. Kind of a purpley hue in some of the light, but, you know, I'm assuming that's just the lighting. But it, yeah, it looks very clean, very modern. The seats do look to be vinyl. And there are probably about 12 different people, both male and female, in here. Yeah. Which, you know, I would not, I've, this sounds like more of a male kind of centered venue. Um, but then as I scroll down, so that's in the like the kind of first initial picture. So it looks really nice, really clean, kind of classy. Yeah. You know? And then Blue I. Blue s-
1: classy, maybe. Yes, yes. But still classy.
0: And so I scroll down, and there's. Uh, Club X Bendigo Movie Preview Lounge, very same picture as the other one before. And then there's one Oxenford Blue Class Cinema. Don't know where that is, but that one looks ginormous. It looks much, much bigger, and there's nobody in that one. Um, but, yeah, they all look quite roomy. They look, yeah, just kind of clean, classy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I would assume vinyl seats because it's easy cleanup, right? I would assume and, uh, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the, there's a little stage in front of the cinema that I don't know if anybody ever acts anything out on that. But, you know, maybe. Yeah. I guess if you're feeling, feeling like you need to get up and do Risky. some acting. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so what
0: was it actually like? So
1: you walk in and immediately you, you open the door and you're met with a wall. And you go to the right for a couple of steps, mm-hmm. much like a normal theater. Um, and then you go down a very short hallway, two steps, and then hang a left. And there you are. The screen's to your right, and all of the seating is to your left. Now, when I say all of the seating, mm-hmm. there were two rows of seating, two leather, um, vinyl, pleather, not real leather, two plastic lounges, like maybe love seats, two seats, and then an, a short aisle way, and then three so I guess three rows, but one row was only one seat. Three one-seats. And they were, like again, just like these love seats, pleather, vinyl, plastic, whatever, one-seaters. So at most in this theater, you could seat seven people.
0: Yeah. So this looks, like I said, much larger. It looks like there's yeah. at least, what, seven rows? Yes. And then probably eight to ten across easily, probably more than that, Because it goes out of the frame. Um, Yeah, so that's clearly not The
1: entire theater could fit in our living space, our living area. Not not even our – let me rephrase that. In our living room, our family room, wherever, where our TV and couch is, the entire theater could fit there.
0: That's impressive.
1: There was a stage Uh under the screen, and the screen was a decent size. It was the smallest that you would probably have ever seen in a movie theater. Okay. So tiny, but – You know, not terrible.
0: Right. Uh, But for the size of the room, that sounds pretty good.
1: Yes. Uh, There was a stage. And on that stage was one of those blue gym mats that you see in high schools. Mm. Yeah. A wrestling match. Uh, A wrestling mat, I should say. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of those. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, were you picturing a wrestling match on it?
1: (laughs) No. Um, I was picturing all the gross things we're living on. Mm. So I'm in a jacket because it's fucking Adelaide and it's cold. Yeah. And I walk in here and I immediately, it was one of those you walk in and immediate buyer's remorse. <laughs> like, no. So you, lo- I looked around and I was like, Ugh. I feel like Job off of Arrested Development. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. There's one dude in there and he's sitting in the far back corner mm-hmm. and as far away so, from me as he could get.
0: Like three feet away?
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> more. It was like realistically maybe maybe three meters away, okay. so three yards it wasn't it wasn't far right fifteen twenty feet, so he's watching the porn that's on the screen, which had a scene had just ended, uh, and another scene was about to start, and it was one of those like he's he's clearly rubbing his crotch. I'm like, all right, cool, I don't fucking care, yeah. so I sat in the very first seat I could get to mm-hmm. now. I feel like I made a mistake because I feel like I should have tried to maybe go into the back row because at that point, then, he's behind me. So I can't even see what's going on behind me. Mm-hmm. I can see him when I'm watching the screen out of the corner of my eye. But, you know, I assumed that that most in this – I know what you get when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Uh, but I assumed that he was probably straight. Okay. Or – yeah, yeah, straight. That's what I assume. Sure. But you never know. No, you okay. don't know. And I, that's my fault. I shouldn't have made that assumption. So I sit down, jacket still on in this chair, <laughs> and what's playing? Meet the Fuckers, the X porn parody.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow.
1: Okay. So, look, I like Meet the Fuckers.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's funny, but I really don't want to watch a porn parody of it because...
0: Even though we like porn parodies. I do
1: love porn parodies, yeah. but... A porn parody, it has to parody something that has sort of a niche, like a Marvel movie, or it's a musical, Fair enough. Okay, or, yeah. you know, She-Hulk. Yeah. I mean, that's the Smurfs. I mean, I would totally watch a porn parody of the Smurfs. <laughs> but Meet the Fuckers, while the name is great, yeah. it's also, I mean, come on, that's a softball. I mean, it's easy to hit out of the park. So, however, it's starring Evan Stone. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Evan Stone is, if you've ever watched the most expensive porn movie ever made, or was at the time, Pirates. Yes. Um, He's the captain.
0: Oh, The dude's okay.
1: fucking ugly.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: sorry, Evan Stone. I'm sure you're a wonderful, nice guy. You're ugly as sin. He's got this, like, and he's, at this point now. Do you now,
0: think he still is, or was this just like when the movie was made? Uh,
1: I I don't know. I'm gonna have
0: to look up a recent picture of him now.
1: Yeah, I mean, like he. So I'm looking him up on. He was born in 1964, so he's 54 right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But even at his prime, he wasn't uh, attractive. I don't
0: find him attractive. No, he's kind
1: of got that long Fabio blonde hair, but yeah. it's kind of greasy, and he's, I don't know. Honestly,
0: he's too big for me.
1: Yeah. He's a, but not in
0: a teddy bear way.
1: It's really funny too because he's won tons of porn awards. Um, it's
0: all about the acting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, and that's the thing. Like, I don't even think his sex is that entertaining to watch. So it was one of those porn that I came in on the very last scene, and it's him and two women, and it's one of those porn movies where, like, the woman as she goes down on him, like she gets. Two inches of cock in her mouth and she's like <laughs> because that's what they think that guys want uh-huh. um, they
0: want to hear that gagging. they want to
1: hear that gagging and let me tell you both men and women who put penises in their mouth nobody wants to hear that that's disgusting it's gross and nobody wants to hear that if your partner wants to hear that or if you want to hear that i need you to think really hard about yourself and what is it about that do you really want to hear Like, why why do you want to hear that?
0: everybody has their thing. Don't yuck someone's yum. I'm not going
1: to yuck someone's yum. If that is your kink and you really like to gag people with your penis or like to be gagged with a penis, that's great. But the problem is, I don't think it's as common as porn makes it.
0: I would tend to agree with that.
1: The other thing was the spitting there was a lot of gagging and then a lot of that thick saliva that comes from gagging mm. and then a lot of then taking it into your mouth and spitting it into the woman other woman's mouth which i honestly uh-huh. find degrading because they're not doing it to the guy yeah and he's not doing it to them it's only the women doing it to one another and i feel like anytime spit is used in a non even manner where everybody's getting spit on or spit at uh, or spitting, then it's all about degradation.
0: That really does not turn me on. So, and again, it's seeing spit used in that manner, no matter who it is, whether it be male, female, whatever, it just does not turn me on. And
1: again, if spit is your thing, then fucking A, find somebody who likes to be spit on or wants yeah. you to, or wants to spit on you. That's totally cool. But when you see it in porn, it doesn't feel like, again, it feels like a, Submissive doesn't, woman degradation. They're degrading feel, the female.
0: I was going to say, it doesn't feel natural no, to me. No, not
1: at all. Yeah. And then they do the thing where the, the she's, of course, clearly choking on the penis. And it's just like, ugh. It just... The whole thing wasn't hot. So I am not getting aroused at all. Right. But I spent 17 bucks. I'm going <laughs> to fucking sit in here and watch this goddamn movie. Problem. So out of the corner of my eye, I can see dude in the back has... Unzipped, and he's just playing with himself. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's fine. So this porn finally ends, and the next one starts. And it is a style that I tend to like. It's a very pretty Spanish young lady, and it's one of those meet-on-the-street porn. Okay. Where a clothed lady is on the street... The camera holder walks up to her and starts talking to her. She flirts with the camera holder. He flirts with her. Mm. And he gets her to flash him. And then he's like, why don't we go back to my place? They go back to his place. He gets her naked. And then another dude comes in and fucks her. I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty there's, good. It's, and she, this girl, I have no idea who this lady was. She's hot. So, and it was all in Spanish, which... Also, something. So it
0: doesn't really matter what they're saying. I know it's just a beautiful language.
1: Honestly, it really turned me on that (laughs) I. I mean, I should understand it because high school and college Spanish, but I didn't. So we, I'm sitting there and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, actually,
0: wait. In your high school and college, did they teach you like like porn, um, like porn Spanish and sexy Spanish?
1: I know some. I know enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that oftentimes I am considered a mariposa. Uh, Sometimes those are derogatory, but I'm taking the word back. Um, If you don't know what that means, look it up. Uh, And then I also know chupar, which is my favorite verb. uh, And my favorite command, which I plan on giving later, is chupame. Uh, Again, if you don't know what that is, look it up. Uh, But yeah. And then I also know tengo un gato en los pantalones.
0: Yes, we know. You say that one a lot.
1: (laughs) Uh, Which if you don't know what that one is, watch the movie Blue Streak. With Martin Lawrence. I know. Don't don't fucking ask. Okay, anyway. Maybe
0: we should go back to the porn.
1: <laughs> so back to sexy, sexy Spanish porn. Uh, so at this point, dude's like full on erection and he's just like not cranking it yet, but he's jacking off. And I'm like... All right. Okay.
0: So time out. Yeah. Were there like tissues anywhere in the cinema?
1: Yes. So when you first walked in, there was a... You know those tissues that... Like the toilet paper where you pull out one yes. piece of toilet paper at a time. There was one of those little the things. Little but it was laying on its side, like the dispenser, and it was down in the front next to a little garbage bin mm. that had a bunch of crumpled up ones around it <laughs> where people clearly missed. Um, there are no condoms nor lube in this mm. space. Okay. Which, red flags for Bradford. Mm. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But at this point, though, I'm like, you know, this isn't bad. So I unbutton my jeans, start stroking myself through my underwear, going, I don't really want to get my ass on this seat, Mm. you know two layers. I don't even want to pull my jeans down. I, <laughs> I like, because even though my underwear would still be touching it, my underwear would still be touching it. So I do take my jacket off. Cause I was getting warm. It was stuffy in there. So I take my jacket off and sit next to me. And I'm like, I'm just playing with myself over my, over my underwear and watching this beautiful lady and speaking her Spanish. And so at this point it's in the show where she's now naked and other dude comes in and they start making out and then she starts going down on him. And I'm like, actually I am getting aroused. This Mm. is cool. Awesome. Uh, so I just still unbuttoned jeans, button flies, unbuttoned jeans. And I take the underwear. I I open them just enough that I can take the underwear and put it under my balls. So like (laughs) cock and balls are just hanging out over the underwear, like spilling out
0: just enough, just
1: enough (laughs) that I can like just sit there spread wide. And I'm sort of stroking myself just lightly. And I kind of look over my shoulder. And at this point, dude's ankle, pants are around his ankles, underwear as well. And he's sitting fully bolt upright and just like wailing on his cock. And I'm like, dude, your asshole is so close to that that plastic. Like the only thing that's protecting that (laughs) brown starfish right now is just like three centimeters of fat on your butt. keep it above the plastic Mm -hmm. and i would not want any orifice of mine touching that plastic none (laughs) but dude he's all about it and so at this you know moving on a little more lady is now bent over the couch being fucked which you know me that is my thing like Mm -hmm. i love that the the idea of being bent over a couch either if it's me or if it's you or if it's clearly anybody um, (laughs) i really like that uh, so I'm like, all right, so I'm kind of working my junk, um, and I'm like, this is really good, and then dude pulls out and comes all over her back, and then that's the thing that sets me yeah. off. Uh, so I, I'm like, I sort of want to wait. I don't want to orgasm just yet, mm-hmm. but at that point it was too late. So I'm like, what am I gonna fucking do? Because I don't have tissues. I, uh-huh. so I just kind of came all over myself, all over my stomach, and 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 pubes and whatnot and into my hand Uh, and I kind of look over my shoulder and at this point dude is standing up like fucking working it and he comes all over the seat in front of him.
0: Thank God you didn't sit in front of him.
1: Well word you know and i will say there was a couple of times i was like maybe i should just ask him You know, like if yeah. it's, if this is a maybe this is a sauna thing it's like hey do you want a blowjob like i'm happy to give you a blowjob while you watch the porn um because he was attractive he was not like one of those sleazy mm-hmm. guys that you might imagine um you know like i was clearly uh who would who who we all at least imagine go to these places he was a nice looking guy you know, young. And I was like, I'd, I'd give him a blowjob. I'd throw him a beach. But then he came all over the chair in front of me. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, they don't clean that up. Yeah, no. You know, they just let it dry. Yes. And then now I'm thinking I need another lay. I should have sat on my jacket. Like yeah. I need underwear, jeans.
0: So so
1: I'm covered in cum.
0: Have we dry cleaned all of these clothes that you were wearing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were- well, that's why when I got home, I put them all in the wash. Right. Uh, so I, I've come all over myself. And it had been a long time since I'd had an orgasm. So it was not an insignificant amount of mm-hmm. of, of man juice that I've juiced out of <laughs> man myself. Man juice. <laughs> the juice was loose. And so... I'm like, what do I fucking do with this now? What do I do?
0: Do you just like wipe it with your shirt and just kind of stick it all to you? So
1: I was like, you know, it it got to that point where in my head I was like, well, you're just a dirty little slut. You should walk home in this. So I pulled the underwear up, put the shirt down, tucked the shirt back in. And I was like, my underwear was soaked. It was soaking (laughs) through my jeans where you could see it in spots. And I was like, yeah, I'm a dirty little whore. I was like, honestly, in my head. Uh It was like, and then fucking i'm getting erect again i'm like oh god damn it <laughs> so i'm like no i'm not gonna do this again so i zipped up so i put my jacket on zipped it up so you couldn't see all the cum that's the soaking stains. through my jeans yeah. <laughs> uh and i left I, well i also walked over grabbed a single tissue wiped off my hands and then threw it away in the bin not on the floor and i left and as i left the dude's just sort of standing there with his hand on the chair in front of him, just, like, holding his junk and deep breathing. He kind of looked at me, and he gave me that, you know, that look that you get, like, hey, we shared something. Have a good one, mate. It was kind of like that. It was one of those, like, he kind of did the head cock and uh-huh. the eyebrow, and he's like, we're buddies now. We both suffered through this. Although I think he enjoyed it a little more than I did. Though I did have orgasm, so maybe I didn't hate it that much. Yeah. So the long and short of it was... I left. I left out the back door. Um, that way the people at the restaurant couldn't see your cum stains. That's Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, and, you know, as I'm walking home, it's like the, the underwear is kind of wet. It was just kind of like – it was disgusting, uh-huh. but in the hottest kind of way. Because, like, there's something really nice – and maybe it's just me – but there's something really nice about doing something that is so fucking dirty. Like, it is – There is no way to look at that experience and go, it's not sanitary. (laughs) It probably wasn't smart. Uh, It wasn't dangerous, but it was just disgusting. Mm -hmm. It was fucking disgusting. And I was thinking about on the way home and thinking like, or way back to the apartment or hotel, that... Basically, what I did in that blue cinema is really no different than those women spitting in each other's mouths. I just like... Because I was like, oh, that's gross. But now I'm thinking, like, most people would look at what I did and go, that's gross. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? Good for those women. At least they didn't have to pay $17 to do it. They got paid, hopefully, a lot more than $17 to experience hopefully, that. Hopefully, yes. So, in the end... I can't say I would never do it again. Mm -hmm. Part of me now wants – there's one in Sydney, Club X, that has the the same blue cinema. Oh, God. Part of me wants to take you.
0: If we do, we're taking ponchos and we're sitting on the ponchos. (laughs) (laughs) Just garbage
1: bags. Bring out the garbage bags.
0: That's probably better. Yeah.
1: You know, I think there would be something – it's just something weird. There's something – just really mm-hmm. arousing about something so fucking dirty. And I, and this is a couple levels deeper than uh, the saunas. Because mm-hmm. the saunas can be kind of grungy at times. But this was just...
0: It sounds cute. really
1: grungy. <laughs> but I really want you to see it. And I sort of want to see how people, guys in particular, uh-huh. particular, treat you in a place like this. Because uh-huh. I know how you are. And you're a girl, And I'm kind of curious how that would go over.
0: All right, we're going to have to have a Club X date.
1: Yeah, maybe we can bring the gentleman.
0: I can't say I'm super excited about this, but I am curious. And yes, if I have to suffer through this, I think he needs to as well.
1: You know what? We should rent the whole place out. Get Lawrence and
0: Jess. (laughs) Do we get a group discount if we get 10 or more people? Oh, but wait, there's only seven seats. And
1: then, well, I don't know how big the one is in Sydney. Fair enough. But, you know, we could take in a blacklight. And I think that that would be something that our Instagram followers would love to see.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I may take a blacklight anyway. And if nobody's in there, just sort of blacklight the place and just see Uh what it looks like. But uh, so that was my experience.
0: Mm. Yeah. Blacklight it.
1: Okay. I, yeah. Look, is it something I would do immediately? No. But I can see myself doing it in a year or two. Right. Going again and just, just to check it out. I would honestly like to, apparently Saturday afternoons is the place, it's, you know, the time to go. Because then you have more couples, you have more people there.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, because of the store, not because of the cinema? Or no, in the cinema. The cinema.
1: They go into the cinema. Oh. Uh, you know, reading through the RHP message okay. boards, I've read about people who would pick up guys, couples that would pick up single guys. That would make sense. And then they would go into the okay. room and, and fuck, you know. i, I got to be honest, I'd sort of like to watch that. There's something mm. kind of interesting about...
0: I think it would be interesting just because I like to people watch to just sit back and watch the ebb and flow of people and, and to watch their interactions. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, it was seems odd, but okay.
1: Well, what we could do is we could take cum rags to sit on and then just leave them <laughs> because then they're like it's like it's like Hershey leaving things or like uh-huh. Mister Hopper putting Bed Hopper stickers everywhere.
0: Yeah yeah so if you're in Australia and you see a bedhopper sticker around somewhere
1: yeah Mr. H was there you
0: know Mr. H was there fucking bedhoppers
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was uh, that was what I did in Radelaide after yeah. you left I went back to the hotel made a had a big nice long hot bath and sounded um, like you
0: needed a scalding bath after I did that. <laughs> I did have a nice
1: scalding bath and then I played with uh, a rimming butt plug it was great Mm. Yeah, so that was basically my weekend, (laughs) or my Wednesday. (laughs) That's awesome, I love it. Okay, after that, I need a shower. I think
0: everybody out there needs a shower. A
1: quick top-up of wine, and let's do a quick commercial break. Sure. Sure. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And with our powers combined, we are the, the, the Multiamory, Multiamory podcast. podcast. If you're
0: happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and
1: you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But... If you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your
0: sexual horizons,
1: develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then come check out the Multiamory podcast on the Swingset Network at Swingset.fm, the Swingset FM Android app, or at Multiamory.com. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So... What's the other thing we want to talk about tonight? Because I, I I managed to stretch that story out. I highly recommend people looking on the website just to see what they it does what not they're selling. Look
0: anything like what you described. Like even just the seating look. Yeah, yeah. It, much. I mean, and it looks much classier than
1: it felt like it was. a dungeon and not in the good sexy way.
0: <laughs> so speaking of dungeons, uh, this past Friday at our secret spot, they hosted Threshold. Yes, which we. Went to Threshold probably three-plus years ago. After, yeah. It was after we moved to Sydney. So Threshold is a, a kind of a kink BDSM party. And so they have... I don't know how it's actually advertised and whatnot, but it's, they basically have St. Andrew's Crosses. They have spanking benches. There's a spot for needle play. Uh, there's just kind of all different play areas for the people in kind of the BDSM scene. And... It was a lot of fun. We went. We loved it. it yeah, was great. we went a number of times, and then just I think we missed a couple because of scheduling, and then it just kind of fell out, and then we haven't been back. Yeah. So threshold is now being done at our secret spot, or at least this past one was, and so we were like, "Hey, let's let's go and, and check it out." And uh, we ran into Lawrence that afternoon. Well,
1: admittedly, admittedly, I pulled the plug on that. We were going to go. With the gentleman and then you and I, and then he had to bail. And then, honestly, I was just like, I don't have the energy to go. I really didn't want to go. Yes. Continue.
0: But I still really wanted to go. And because I really enjoyed it. And I was like, you know, even if we don't play, I just kind of, because it's been so long since we've been to the party, I wanted to just get back in the environment, see it, feel it just kind of, you know, be in that again and ran into Lawrence that afternoon and, uh, he needed mentioned that he could use some help behind the bar. And so we jumped on that one because, well, I jumped on that because I wanted to go and I knew that, you know, Bradford's a lot more comfortable behind the bar. And so we agreed to go to threshold and help out behind the bar. So we got there, I think it started around nine o'clock. And we got there just slightly before that, kind of helped get everything set up and last little bits. And people started arriving right at nine o'clock. And I will say that it's a different atmosphere when people come. And I would say that as the night went on, you could kind of feel the vibe shift a little bit because the people that came more towards the beginning were very much more of a come and play, do your scene, do your thing. And then maybe move on, and they didn't really stay all night long. Yeah, so it started to kind of really ramp up and get busy around 11 o'clock or so, and it got a bit more crowded at that point. There were a lot, I would say, a lot more people kind of getting into play at that point, different types of scenes. I didn't get to see a lot because we were behind the bar. Yeah. I could hear a lot of spanking, a lot of flogging. I know there was some. A lot of moaning,
1: a lot of crying, a lot, like happy crying.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, happy cries. Yeah. And I know that there was, I don't know how much early in the evening, but later on in the evening, there was some needle play. Yes. Uh, So I did. Which I
1: completely missed all of that.
0: I saw a little bit when I went on a cup run to go up and and get cups and things, but I, it was, I was focused on drinks and not necessarily watching what was going on. So, yeah. Uh, But it was interesting though, because there was, there was still play. It's, you know, still sex on premises. I'm not Not sure. Not very much. I would say not a lot. Because there was
1: only one room with a bed in it and that was the shackle room.
0: Right. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot, of course, compared to a normal night, but, but there was a little bit still. And yeah, it was, I did see the glory hall used.
1: Which is nice. And I
0: heard someone say that it was the first time that they've ever used a glory hole, and they were really excited about that.
1: That's exciting. So, yeah.
0: Yay. So, yay, glory holes. (laughs) They're awesome, fantastic things. Except
1: when they have grungy doors on them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Um yeah but it was it was really interesting, and it was I really liked seeing all the different outfits that people came in. There was some really fantastic yeah. outfits. people put a lot of effort into them. Uh, there was a whole variety of outfits of people of personas and yeah. that type of thing, which was also quite exciting and entertaining and I, I like that yeah me too it's it's fun to interact with a whole variety of people. I will say that. From being behind the bar because we we didn't get out and get to wander around, we interacted with people basically from behind the bar most of the night, and there were a few people that we knew from previously uh, different areas and or from the swinger world or from the swinger world or pendulum parties, right? So there were a few people there that we knew, and. Interestingly, at the beginning of the night, the people that we interacted with were a bit more transactional at the bar. It was very much, come up, I want my drink, give me this, da da. I don't want to talk to you, yeah. Yeah, I don't wanna sit around and chit chat. I just want my drink and I wanna go on. And kind of midway through the night and later that that shifted. And so there was a bit more chit chat, there was a bit more just conversation, flirting. How's it going? What are you, you know, are you enjoying yourself? That How kind you of doing? thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah, and I like that. It was a bit more kind of what we're used to in that environment. And I don't know if that's a shift in the crowd or if it's because, admittedly, this is the setup was different than most threshold parties. And so people... It's a
1: brand new venue.
0: Yeah. So people had to learn, you know, you come to the bar, drop off your alcohol, etc., etc. This is kind of how it works. And so I don't know if it was just people kind of figured it out after a little bit and watching each other, learning from each other. This is how it works kind of thing. But... Another thing I noticed about the crowd from behind the bar is that almost everyone brought their glasses back up. Yes. They brought their cups back up. They were so well behaved. Yes. Many of them reused their cups as well. As opposed to just dump them in the sink and get a new glass. They wouldn't take another glass. They would be like, no, no, just pour it in this. Yeah. Okay. So it was very different than what we're used to because that doesn't happen a lot, which is why we kept doing cup runs. To look, go around and find glasses and cups. And people were holding on to them, people were reusing yeah. them. And, and oftentimes we would pick up a few here and Listen there.
1: Listen and learn, swingers.
0: Yeah, we would pick up a few here and there. But for the most part, people brought them back, even just empty ones. They would just come drop them off. Yeah,
1: and
0: yeah it was fantastic. It was just, it was kind of one of those, you don't realize, I'm gonna say how much of it, not necessarily a difference that it makes, but what a shift it was in behavior. Until it kept happening again and again yeah. and again, and it's like, wow, this is really kind of different. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so my only comment on that was the kink community. This in Threshold was a little more demanding, and I think mm. honestly, it's not uh, not a, a knock against them. Mm-mm. It's just that I think that many of them were coming up and ordering were DOMs, and they would walk up and instead of going, "May I have a coke, please." like we're used to with the swinger community, Mm -hmm. they would come up and go Coke. And, (laughs) you know, admittedly I'm there in my, I've got a collar with a puppy tag on it Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh yes, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You know, Mm -hmm. and like, and would get it for them. But part of me is like, next time I won't be collared yes, for sure. Uh, but I'll be like Coke. What? (laughs) Like I'll be a little sassier Uh because I'm not part of your scene. Uh, but they were all very polite it was just they were demanding. And there's you tone know, of voice. It was that tone of voice yeah. of I'm saying something that I fully expect you to mm-hmm. deliver on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to say please because I know you're going to deliver on it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind. Of, it's a funny kind of commentary on that, mm-hmm. which is it doesn't hurt you to say please listen yeah. up kinksters so i mean it, it was but it was fun
0: and it wasn't everyone but there were no, definitely a handful yeah. that were like and you
1: that. could tell that they were full dom and yeah. like and now i'm like i'm not into brett play but fucking a if there's a bar in between us i can totally brett yeah. play the shit out of you uh so, but
0: again we're not part of that scene no. so they shouldn't
1: yeah don't expect you're it. not but yeah, it, you
0: shouldn't be that way yeah
1: everybody was very you know Everybody was nice. Yeah. Uh, Nobody was abusive. No, no. It was just they were demanding. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was kind of a a funny Mm -hmm. sort of commentary on on the situation, because that makes sense, really. Uh, When you're in that headspace, sometimes it's hard to break out of it. Mm -hmm. And I know that some people can very easily switch from reality to play back to reality. Some people can't. Right. Uh, And I think that was really clear as to who could and who couldn't. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. Yeah. Neat.
0: Yeah, it also was interesting to see how the space was used because the beds in the orgy room had been moved out. God, so that, that room is
1: huge that there's room, no mattresses in there. Yeah,
0: so that room was kind of opened up, and the showers, there were some seats in there. I don't know if there was any kind of golden shower play or anything going on, but it's a great spot for yeah, it if anybody's love into watch that. that. Mm. yeah.
1: I don't want it done to me, but I want to watch it.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, there was – it was interesting, though, to see the different play spaces. They brought in another St. Andrew's Cross, so there were two crosses because the other one was in the front lounge yeah,
1: room. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yep. And, uh, yeah, the
1: – There were three St. Andrew's Crosses. There was one in the front lounge room. Uh-huh. There was one – the the original one is still yes. in the playroom. And then there was one upstairs in the – where the massage tables oh, – Because okay. they moved the massage tables yeah. into the new orgy room because they moved those mattresses out. Right. And, because remember, that St. Andrew's Cross was plush. Yes. Which, like – that's the St. Andrew's mm. cross that I need, like because uh-huh. sometimes when being beaten, I like to take a little nappy. <laughs> and like, uh-huh. I just need to just need to relax and fall asleep for a second. Which honestly, there were times that when you and 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 some another female uh, mistress uh, starts smacking on me, I could very easily kind just of sleep. fall into that yeah. headspace of going to sleep. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. The massage tables were moved into the the new orgy space, kind of back there where the spa yeah. used to be which is really good because that was all tiled and everything. And that's where the needle play was. Yeah. Yeah. I only saw like, I only saw a little bit and it was, I would have said midway through, I heard a bit about how it all ended up and it sounded pretty amazing. So hopefully next time, maybe we'll actually be able to kind of take a peek and look at it and, and really enjoy it and and see it for all that it's worth.
1: Agreed. And also, I don't know if the people who are experiencing the, the needle play are listeners, Mm -hmm. but, um, Both people I find extremely attractive. Yeah. Um, One's a sub. I think one's more of a dom, Mm -hmm. but I find them both so attractive. And we talked to them for so long. They're lovely people. They're lovely human beings. And it was like, I really like, I Mm -hmm. really like both of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And and one taught me how to pour champagne properly or bubbly properly. And anyway, both lovely (laughs) human beings. And I was, I found them both adorable. Yeah. They're very
0: lovely.
1: So yeah, either one of them can. Beat and bite on me anytime they want. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. If you listen,
0: you better be careful what you ask for, there, babe. Mm-hmm.
1: And then there was a, a two gay couples mm-hmm. uh, that were running around, and one of the fellas. Oh,
0: you were so sweet on one. I don't know.
1: Honestly, I don't know what it was about him. But
0: you couldn't talk to him.
1: I was so nervous around Every him. Every time
0: you would go and hide behind the little door. No, it
1: wasn't that. It was <laughs> I honestly didn't mean to. It was that he would come up, and because I even told Lawrence and Jess, I said mm-hmm. the next time he comes up, I want a serving. Mm-hmm. every time he came up, I was either putting away alcohol from somebody else. I would just served or getting alcohol for somebody else who was standing at the bar. Mm-hmm. It, or at one point I was standing behind the little door, mm-hmm. getting a bite to eat. Cause I was starving and you took, uh-huh. and I was like, Every I was trying time. to catch your eye and you I know were too busy I didn't face. know I was starving <laughs> so it was really yeah but I ended up like Jess little Jess was like he was watching you whale on somebody and uh he was really interested and, and the guy was like oh well little puppy you know I can you can sign up for that and everybody behind the bar was like yes but then I'd already been drinking a lot so I was like no and plus I was wearing leather pants and it's a pain in the ass to take those off. So I was like, no, I, I want to, but no. And so then I gave him a card when he was leaving, I gave him a card and I was like, email me. And then he went downstairs and I was like, he doesn't even know who I am. He's not going to email me. So I walked down there and introduced myself mm-hmm. very, uncharacteristically for me, like having trouble making eye contact. Like, I really, you know, like, Hey, how are you? I don't, and I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't tell you what it was about him. There was just something chemical
0: that
1: mm-hmm. so I was like, I really like this guy.
0: And what have we talked about? About always saying yes.
1: I tried. Now I'm not going to say yes to being, I, I, there are certain things you should never always say yes to. And one of those is if you have a fundamental thing about you, like I don't like to top or sub, in a kink world, if I've been drinking more than one or two drinks. And at that point, I think I'd had three quarters of a bottle of wine.
0: I didn't realize you'd had that much.
1: We took a bottle and a half of wine. How much mm. did you drink?
0: Maybe a glass, maybe a
1: glass and a half. We left with no wine.
0: Okay. So. Fair enough.
1: That night I drank. I knew I drank a bottle by myself that night, and yeah. that was late when they left. Well, it was midnight, mid of the night when yeah. he offered, mm-hmm. and at that point I was like, I'm well too inebriated okay. to make I didn't a realize wise you had decision.
0: That much. Yeah.
1: So I knew enough to say mm-hmm. no, but it was still. I mean, I really, I, I I find him cute, but anyway. Yeah. I'll never hear from him. It's all right. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Maybe we'll see him around again. If not, so be it. Hmm. Yeah, that's
1: right. The other men, the other <laughs> men, they all love me. No, they don't, but they should. So I have, I have oh. talent. Yes, yes. So you do. Um, yeah, but we ended up like I will say I was not in the headspace mm-hmm. to be there when we got there. I thought that I was. I looked really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you did look pretty amazing.
1: But. I like my eye makeup was I was on gonna say your eyes were on point, point. yeah yeah <laughs> like I looked great yes once again gentlemen gentlemen identifying people fucking makeup that's all i got to say. If you do nothing else, a wonderful color-correcting moisturizer mm-hmm. is amazing. It, like, it'll like it it'll take five to ten years off of you right there. Good color-correcting moisturizer. Uh, beyond that, I like to do a little bit of mascara because who doesn't like...
0: Well, you have beautiful eyelashes, so it just really But they're highlights. kind
1: of light. That's the problem. Right. They're dark at the base, but then they get light. I don't understand how if that even happens.
0: I was going to say, no, no, really but how does that happen? Because they're exposed to sun more. Really? Um, but no, you have beautiful eyelashes, and the mascara just really accentuates and just even lengthens them more. And yeah, and you didn't have
1: your glasses on, so you could really see them. Yeah, I'm purposely fully yeah. purposefully didn't wear my glasses. Mm-hmm. But does it? Is it because of the sun? I don't know. It doesn't. Really because matter. if that's true, wouldn't our hair be lighter at the tips? Wouldn't we not need highlighting? If
0: it's long enough, it does get lighter at the tips. Really? Yes. Oh. Look at people with long hair. I don't look at who don't color their hair. <laughs>
1: How many people is that? <laughs> like, any more. So, yeah, it was, um yeah. And I, uh, yeah. So, again, gentlemen, color correcting moisturizer, mascara is great.
0: Eyeliner even.
1: And I'd had eyeliner on yes. as well. But really, I mean, I think a lot of people look at me and I'm like, ugh, eyeliner, guy liner, really, 1990s is over.
0: It looks really good on but you. But it it'll never die. I like it on
1: you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was. uh mm. It was good. It was, uh, it
0: ended up being a really fun night. It
1: took me about an hour and a half to kind of get into my groove. Mm. And I think an hour and a half in, I was about on my third glass of wine. Wow. So that was when I was like, okay, I'm really having fun. Mm. And that was also when, when I was swinging drinks. So it was like, I'm, I'm bantering with people because in the beginning I was just like, here's what you want. You know, I'll do what you want. Here's what you want. Here's what you want. Here's what you want. But later on I was kind of, Goofy. Yeah. It was good. It was fun.
0: Yeah, it ended up being a really good night, and we did have a lot of good interactions with people, even though we didn't get to go play or anything like that. It was just fun talking to people, hearing about their nights, hearing all the sounds from different parts of the club. I love the
1: sounds. Yeah. I really think Lawrence should record just the sounds and be like... You know, you've got Rainforest, Thunderstorm, Orgy. For a white
0: white white noise. noise, (laughs)
1: Like, I think as a white noise machine, I would totally fall asleep to Orgy. (laughs) Like, honey, what do you want to listen to tonight? We've got... No, you wouldn't. You'd be wanking off to it. We have Frogs in a Rainforest. (laughs) We have um, Songbird Meadow. Mm -hmm. We have The Thunderstorm. And we have Night of the Orgy. (laughs) That'd be great. Can you imagine? Like on an airplane...
0: Uh, actually I would prefer it more as an alarm to wake up to that.
1: Oh my God.
0: That would be better.
1: We should totally do that.
0: Yeah, we should. I think I have a new alarm tone now. I need
1: to figure out how to do this. <laughs> Anybody out there who has an idea of how to do this, let us know. Well, uh, you just
0: need the sound, right? Is it's that all the you little need? little sound bite. Can you do that? We can make it into an alarm. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. We should, Okay. So this is, this will be my little plan. I'm going to try to do this. I want to record you during one of your like massive squirting orgasms. And then we'll put it on our Patreon page, <laughs> so oh, that everybody can wake up to you coming.
0: I thought you were going to say that we just needed to have an orgy so we can record the sounds.
1: Oh, we can do that too. Okay. But I want your orgasm sounds because your orgasm sounds can be amazing. Mm.
0: All
1: and, right. Yeah, we can throw that on Patreon and people can download it <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "This is art." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. So cool. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Threshold.
0: No, no, I'm excited for, yeah, see what next month brings. Yeah,
1: me too. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I know you probably want to go and play, but I'm happily sitting behind yeah. the bar as a little hermit crab.
0: That's okay, like, too.
1: Yeah, so yeah. that'll be fun. Um, and then you can go and do your play thing, and I'll mm-hmm. just sit behind the bar and be safe.
0: Unless, <laughs> unless your little otter's there.
1: Unless my little otter's there, then I'll make sure not to drink so much. Right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> And wear clothing that comes off much easier. Uh-huh. Uh, and wear a jockstrap
0: anyway <laughs> all right planning planning got like, it <laughs> future planning
1: you hear that sexy otter so if you want to ask us questions mm-hmm. like what makeup do you use uh feel free to send us an email theatomsoflove at gmail.com message us on any of our social medias we are at by the by, podcast just about everywhere facebook twitter and instagram um we have had bunches of messages in the not too far past that we we've tried to respond to some of y'all some of you have great wonderful questions and we really appreciate them but my god are they deep uh they take
0: some time they take some time and so
1: we really we really appreciate the messages and we apologize in advance for the delay of, of getting messages back to you a few of you we will be sending emails to asking if we can talk about them on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course we would redact so that there's no way that anybody would know who you are, nothing Mm -hmm. personal, yada, yada, yada. But some of those are great questions that other people have. So if you've got more of those questions or some, a question like that, or something you wouldn't mind us talking about on the podcast, shoot us a message on any of our socials or over the, uh, inter or the Gmail interwebs. Uh, yeah. Support us on Patreon www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how you can get discount codes to the next upcoming pendulum parties. We've got comrags. You can even Skype with us for, uh, for, for for one of the levels and yeah, pretty, pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anything else you want to say?
0: No, I think we've covered it all. Woohoo!
1: See you guys next week. Thank you. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. I'm Dylan Thomas, co host of Life on the Swing Set, the podcast. We share our experiences in swinging, polyamory, and beyond. You are listening to a Swing Set Network podcast at swingset.fm.